Fizz. Fizz. Let's go. It's that time again. Welcome to another episode of the Fit Fizz podcast. I have a question for you. Well, first of all, thank you for being here with me, but I have a question for you. When was the last time you were at work and someone said, hey guys, I think we really need to kind of maybe call a meeting or something to talk about the destructive, unnecessary comments that I hear you make to each other around mealtimes when we're at work? Never, right? That never happens. Not even the HR department will take that initiative. Although I firmly believe that there is room to improve mental health in the workplace if they were to do that. Well, today's topic is all the stuff that I have thought about for years, ever since my first job after college. Every single place that I have worked, I have always found that people's behaviors and comments about when or how or what people choose to eat to be very bizarre to me. And I've found it to be off-putting way more often than not. Over the years, as I saw these same patterns as I worked in more and more places, it became even more alarming to me of what was considered normal. And that added to one of my many, many reasons that I never felt like I was able to simply be myself in corporate environments. And while I always felt like an outsider looking in as I observed strange but accepted behaviors around diet culture or mealtimes in business environments, I know I cannot be the only one who sees it like I do. But the reason for me doing this episode is to point out things that are seen as normal in office environments and how we can all try to make sure that we're not the ones making normal things like eating lunch to be unnecessarily stressful for other people. And before continuing, in case you're new to the show and wondering who the heck I am to talk about this stuff, I'm Kelly Wilson, owner of FitFizzStudio.com, and I'm a certified trainer, nutrition coach, behavior change specialist, autoimmune disease educator, and I've worked in the health and fitness industry for over 20 years. And I am here to help you ditch the gimmicks, find strength through your struggles, give you knowledge for making the smartest choices for your own health, and to remind you to what? celebrate victory all along the way. And for the sake of this episode, I just want to, in case anybody is new, I worked in corporate environments since 1999. And actually, even before that, when I was still in college as a graphic designer and art director, and my fitness career ran alongside that the entire time in the evenings and weekends. Now, a lot of businesses, large and small, have taken notice of how harmful it can be to all aspects of health to have everyone's butts just parked at a computer for eight to 12, eight to 12 hours a day. So while I do give them credit for wanting to improve that, most of the efforts that I have seen or heard about are less than half-hearted. And along with that comes a lot of really just plain poor health advice whether it's sent in company-wide newsletters or posters on the wall by the water fountain. I've seen so much cringeworthy nutrition advice that sometimes was flat out incorrect shared by corporate wellness programs. But being at there employed as a graphic designer, I had to keep my mouth shut because it wasn't my place to say anything. Essentially, most of the efforts that I have seen by businesses in corporate wellness come down to 
they're usually just too rigid to allow for real wellness to happen or real wellness that's possible for every body. And really, I guess there are there are really two aspects of what I want to address today. There are the problems presented by the actual employers who make half-hearted and ineffective attempts at trying to act as though they care about the health of their employees when it's clear that they don't. It's clear to me as a fitness and nutrition professional that they don't. And then there are problems presented between employees as they encounter situations while eating meals together. So I'm going to divide this into those two categories to kind of make my way through everything I want to say a little bit better. So first, let's talk about where I think employers go wrong. Wellness challenges in the workplace, especially if there are monetary incentives or prizes. Not everyone can or will participate. I've seen, I've been in offices where people will, these things take place and people turn to me knowing they have, that I have this passion for fitness and wellness. And it's an immediate turnoff to me for several reasons. People look at me like, hey, Kelly, I bet you're excited for this since you're the fitness girl. And I've even had people kind of roll their eyes at me or make snide comments like, well, we know Kelly's going to win. So why would I even want to participate if people feel that it's unfair to begin with? It makes me, it makes me hate it. And basically, I think there's that person in every office. Employees are not there to compete athletically. So any of that kind of stuff always seems like an awkward but failed attempt at any kind of fun to me and not failed just for me. Failed because it's just, it's not the place for it. and. It's also very unfair to people with chronic illnesses or disabilities that they may have hidden from all of their coworkers. And this is very common. If you work somewhere with more than, say, 10 employees, you probably work with somebody who has an autoimmune disease. And they might not even want to talk about it out of fear of risking job security. And as illegal as it may be to use that type of information against an employee, it's sadly done all the time. And it can creep in just by knowing a little tiny bit of information and then somewhere down the road it's used against them. People might have heart problems, anxiety problems, chronic fatigue, or maybe they were recovering from a miscarriage that no one in the office knows about, or any other kind of health issues that might prevent them from participating in workplace wellness challenges. Above all, I feel very, very strongly that these things are just, they're invasions of privacy. As soon as a program is launched, there automatically will be discussion among employees about whether they're going to participate or not. And if a person has private health issues, then they're faced with the choice of either talking about something they'd prefer not to disclose at work or lying about it. And I really have a problem with workplaces putting people in a position where having to lie feels like the best option, especially when whatever they're feeling cornered about has nothing to do with their actual job. That's pretty disgusting to me. So you might be saying to yourself, but Kelly, at least they're trying to make people healthier, right? Nope. I really don't see it that way. I've seen so many variations of office wellness programs and not once have I seen an example where the good side outweighed the negative aspects of it. Overall, I think that if employers truly, truly cared, instead of implementing so much 
time and effort towards these kinds of in-office programs. I'd much rather see them put those efforts toward letting employees go home an hour or two early or come in an hour or two late for the sake of their mental health or just so they can see their family more. That way, the the person actually gets the reward because they are in control of how they choose to spend their time instead of the employer still monopolizing their time with ineffective options. A lot of the programs that I've seen are something simple, like maybe a company-wide 5K or encouraging employees to go and walk around the building to get more steps in their day. And if it's done only once or randomly, why bother with the expense of, you know, like the HR employees that are on the clock to put these things together and the printing to make the posters? There are lots of expenses involved. And again, I think it's just healthier to let employees have some of their time back. And I think that's one way to make people feel appreciated. And when people feel appreciated, they are they can be more mentally healthy if they're feeling mentally beaten down. One place that I worked um, around the same time that I was training for bodybuilding and I was really getting a ton of pressure from my boss to participate more socially at work, which I have a problem with in itself. (laughs) But I was eating all of my meals alone because I had gotten fed up with coworkers asking me a million questions about why I was eating chicken and broccoli in in a very judgy way. So I started eating alone and I was fine with that. I'm also an introvert. So I like that time. I kind of need that time to myself in the middle of the day to recharge. But anyway, she was pressuring me. So I did this 5K walking with all of my coworkers. But at what cost? My own training schedule that brought me real happiness and something that was important to me for my mental health, that suffered because of trying to make my boss happy because of something social. And essentially, training in the gym for me is taking care of my mental health. Or to put it another way, I felt like I was put in a place where my employer was telling me, you better put your mental health at risk in order to socialize with us by doing this 5K after you've already spent 48 hours with us this week. And that's not okay. It's not okay for businesses to do that. And if if you disagree, I'd love to discuss it with you. But I As you can probably tell by the tone of my voice, I really have a problem with this. So moving on with what else employers do claiming to care, but they really don't. All right. I'm going to make this quick because I know this is a touchy subject, but incentives for flu shots. If there are flu shots in general, but especially if there are monetary incentives or prizes, again, not okay. Vaccines are a very personal thing. And I think that's true more now than ever. I have never had a flu shot. I don't plan to get one. I'm not anti-vaccine, so before you label me, but I do have my issues with them that arose once I took the time to become educated on them from functional medicine doctors. I don't think it's right for flu shots to be given at a place of employment. And I certainly don't think it's right to put any employee in a position where they feel forced into having a a where it could even possibly occur that they would be having a conversation where people are discussing their thoughts on vaccines because it can be a highly, highly personal decision that people would rather keep to themselves. It puts people at risk for heated, judgmental conversations. And 
I think that people shouldn't have to anticipate possibly having to lie as the best possible option. People shouldn't have to face that at their place of employment when it's, again, it's not even related to the job that they're there to do. And I've worked at a couple of places where I felt like I was being coerced into having a flu shot. And I almost did it one time just to shut people up. But when I realized the principle of it, I put my foot down and I wasn't going to let it happen because it's just so wrong to be put in that position. Especially, I I saw just yesterday as I was putting together this episode, a photo of, um, it was at a workplace and it had like, if you get a flu shot, you get a free donut. And it's just, it's just so messed up. <laughs> and then there are in- instances where office will have things, offices will have things like a Weight Watchers program or certain incentives for people to lose weight. This can be triggering for people who might secretly be suffering with eating disorders, or it might be grossly enabling for people with eating disorders or eating disordered eating habits. And because of offices are not typically equipped with the resources and counselors for people who might be dealing with this. And again, those are private matters that really have most of the time have nothing to do with somebody actually doing their job. So they're again, they're at risk for possibly having to lie or talk about something that it's better. They'd be mentally healthier to not discuss. But if offices want to act like they care about employees, about losing weight, let them let them have an extra hour outside of the office to use as they please, whether it's to work on weight issues or food issues or mental health issues or nothing at all. Even go home and take a nap before picking up the kids. Most people desperately need more sleep, so they'll be better employees the next day by being able to just have some of their time back instead of hey, we're going to keep you for take an hour of your workday to talk about weight issues. I just think it's so backwards. And here's my big issue that bridges the problematic things that employers do with the problematic things that coworkers do and say to each other, which is team dinners or meals. I've encountered this one too, more times than I can count. And why do I say it's problematic? Let me count the ways. probably 3,000 ways. But before jumping into that, I can understand that people do this for team building reasons. And sometimes if you have tight deadlines or if you have to travel for, for work, maybe it just has to happen. But hopefully it's not that often. And these can once again put people in a position where they have to choose between lying or being honest and possibly risk having it used against them in the future. Because Maybe they have to take a ton of medication for reasons that they'd rather keep private. And, you know, people ask all kinds of personal questions and maybe they'd rather keep it quiet. Maybe they have to take medication before their meal or in the middle of their meal. And maybe they're just not comfortable with sharing that. Maybe they're introverts and having a meal in peace by themselves to recharge is crucial to whether or not they can be productive for the rest of the day. As I said, I am absolutely that person. Maybe they have eating disorders, body dysmorphia, or body image issues that can really affect someone if they feel forced into eating with people who they cannot fully trust. Also, Maybe they're an athlete of some kind and they'd rather not have every aspect of their meals interrogated by coworkers. Again, I know what this feels like. It feels horrible. This is not fun when you simply want to eat 
a simple meal, but somehow you become the center of the conversation and bombarded with a million questions. And it can make a person feel rather uncomfortable. I know from experience that people will treat you in a weird, judgy way if you're counting macros at all at all of your meals. And it you shouldn't have to feel that way again at your place of employment when it has nothing to do with doing your actual job. And people in general, I have found, have a really hard time allowing someone to simply eat their food if they eat in a way that's different from them. And it can make things very unnecessarily awkward. Along with this, they might prefer to eat at another at a certain time that doesn't coincide with what everyone else is doing. And it's crazy to me that this is largely not accepted. There was one job I had where it was a very small office. So we all knew exactly when anybody left for lunch. And I always chose to go at around 1.30 or 2 or sometimes 2.30. And they judged me so hard for that all the time. I had my reasons for eating that late, but it was used against me to a point where my boss, the owner of this small company, flat out asked me in front of everyone if I was cheating on my boyfriend during that time because he just thought it was so weird. I simply wanted to eat late so I could have better timing for when I was training at the gym at that point in my life. But because I didn't conform to the 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock standard, I was embarrassed in front of everyone for it. There's no reason to do that to people. Every, I think that there's, there's just no reason to question anyone for eating outside of typical noontime hours, and people should have that freedom without having to be put in the spotlight for it. And it's also really interesting to me how many people follow that typical lunchtime. I wish more people would just own the autonomy that they deserve and break out of that. Um, also, maybe somebody has a ton of food sensitivities or digestive issues that would make it very difficult to have a normal meal away from home. Again, I have experienced this and attempting to go with the flow for the sake of not causing problems can also mean putting yourself and your body through excess anxiety or sickness just for the, sh- the sake of your job. And in my opinion, no one should ever have to encounter that. Now, I've worked with a lot of judgy people in offices, as you can probably tell, <laughs> but um, I don't remember which episode it was, but I also told the story one time about a coworker who was in- relentless about trying to get me to eat Oreos, and I simply didn't want to do it. He had no respect for my boundaries. These are the types of things that are harmful, and they can make otherwise hardworking people feel unsafe at their place of employment. And for what? Over a few bites of food? So using any of this stuff against anyone is just so downright disrespectful to someone who is probably just trying to make the best choices for their health. But it's used against people for no good reason all the time, unfortunately. It seems that every office has at least one person who loves to bring in sugary snacks and doesn't know how to graciously accept no. What's wrong with just saying no? They didn't ask for you to do that. And continuing with my bluntness here, now I don't care if every past or future coworker hates my guts for this, but I will never be that person who brings in donuts. And here's my only reason. It has nothing to do with nutritional content of donuts. As I mentioned before, I like a donut too, but I like it when I plan for it. So here's my reason. 
we're all adults. We are each in charge of our own meals. And choose. I choose to believe that if someone wants to eat food in the morning, they're responsible enough to prepare themselves for that. Why is it that when you turn down a donut at work, nobody ever assumes it's because you already ate a real breakfast? That is my reason. It's really that simple. Basically, it comes down to not interrogating people in regard to food at work. People's privacy matters and it should be respected. Give people the space to say no and graciously accept it. This really is about boundaries and how often they're inappropriately crossed at work in regards to anything food related. It can affect someone's stress level, mental health, emotional health, and that directly converts to how well you can or can't do your job. It's not your place to question what, when, or how someone eats while they're at work. Most people are overworked and underrested as it is, and our energy is precious. Don't steal someone's mental energy because you lack the decency to respect eating habits that are different from yours. Now, I dare you to share this on LinkedIn with the hashtag workplace wellness if you agree that this is something that deserves more attention. Thank you so much for listening again today. And until next time, breathe, stay strong, and always celebrate victory. Celebrate victory.